What, what are some of those stories that have emerged? Well, Gershwin, what, what this report does is it looks at the testimonies of, of, of civil society activists, often at a very local level, essentially service delivery activists, who've discovered that their uh, work is being monitored or that their organization has been spied on uh, by what appears to be the state intelligence structures. Um, and so there, there, are, there are case studies from uh, informal settlement, settlements around Gauteng, around Durban, um, and other parts of the country where people who are essentially exercising their basic rights discover that their organization is being spied on by crime intelligence or, or, or by the state security agency. Uh, this is something that, that many organizations have complained about or raised concerns about in recent years, but I think that, that now we're seeing a picture emerge that in some instances people who are, who are activists are being treated as threats to state security. How is monitoring harmful? So if the state is merely using its machinery to monitor those exercising basic rights from the sound of it, how, how is that a threat to their ability to exercise those rights? Well, well, firstly, we should remember that the right to privacy is, is a constitutionally protected right and also protected by in, uh, international law. But remember also that the right to privacy is a very important political right because people who feel policed, uh, people who feel that they're being watched, uh, uh, often feel very violated and intimidated, and they often uh, uh, threaten to, to make them uh, feel uncomfortable to say and do certain things. So what this does is it has a chilling effect on freedom of expression because it says, we are watching you. We're listening to what you're saying. Maybe your uh, uh, communications are not secure. Maybe we're recruiting informers in the community to let us know what this, what this organization is, is meeting about. These are all uh, uh, things that emerge in the case studies that we look at in the report. And w- what that does is it has a very serious effect on communities' right to exercise, to mobilize, to exercise their rights, to mobilize around certain causes because they, they simply feel policed and feel that they're being watched. Have any of these agencies uh, that you've referred to been able to explain the reasons behind the monitoring? Well, we did reach out to, to, to both intelligence factors for comment uh, um, uh, in the report. And um, I think that, that, that in the case of, of uh, previous cases, like in, in uh, uh, when uh, environmental groups were, were monitored and, and often uh, questioned and interrogated in the lead-up to the COP17 climate talks in Durban, now that's one of those case studies. What crime intelligence said at the time is that we understand that, that we're not trying to intimidate anyone. It's important for us to identify certain threats. But what that, what that uh, ignored is that you can't police people as if their actions may suddenly veer into criminality. Essentially, you're, you're treating them as criminals if they committed any crimes. Uh, and what, what we saw in COP17 is that it did distress, it did uh, uh, intimidate many of those activists who, who were essentially organizing around something they really had a right to speak out about. Do you believe that crime intelligence has a, a proper idea of what constitutes a threat and, and a threat assessment when going out and monitoring the, the, the activities of activists in the country? Well, I, I think that that's a question that's better put to crime intelligence. But w- what we definitely uh, see is a concerning sign that uh, 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 things that are seen to be state security threats uh, um, are often uh, people who, who pose no threat to the state, who pose no threat to the security of, of ordinary other things, but are really often just asking difficult questions about whether or not the state is delivering on its promises, whether or not the democracy that, that is promised in the Constitution is being lived out every day. These are people who are building democracy on a, on a daily basis, and they, they can't be treated as a national security threat, but it, 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 there's a very worrying sign 
that at times they are being, are being seen as threats to the state security.